You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, chime time. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. Recording uh, early Saturday morning, 9-12, because we're here for the DGENs out there in uh, WEI and Betting Nation. What's up, Sean Time? How are you? What's up, Mutt, man? I'm wonderful. How are you today? You and I are both out and out of the house early. You were getting ready for the uh, producer show. How was the producer show this morning on WEI? Wonderful. We talked about a uh, live concert experience because Tyler was at a concert last night. and we Yeah, also... by himself. Yeah. Kind of, a, kind of a loser move. I mean, that's kind of an interesting move by Tyler to, to go to that. Yeah, I mean, hey, man, all power to you if that's what you like to do. Good for you. He said the, the concert bug as of late he said so i don't oh. blame him um and then we talked a lot about the patriots and uh, i yelled about the patriots for uh whew, 25 minutes so it was that's good. why the people on comment on twitter saying just an angry little guy now just yeah everybody angry. thinks i'm a uh just a, a joyless prick i believe is the words were that were used i wouldn't say that you're joyful uh, that's I, I was sure. i was once compared jolly. to santa claus with, yeah. with how jolly i was so you could you could play santa at uh really any uh, holiday Christmas party, which Agreed. you can rent yourself out for, by the way. You lose money betting uh, this baseball football Ooh. season. You can jump into being a Santa for That's people. That's smart. Well, if you're betting the overs on all the NFL preseason games, you're undefeated. So uh, <laughs> you'd be making a lot of money. Uh, so we both were out of the house early this morning. And what was in the air, Chris Shine? One word for what was in the air this morning. Uh Coolness, I, I, football. Well, it felt like football weather. Jesus, Mary and Joseph, doing? pray for you. Didn't it feel like football this morning? It sure did. In, I got to New England. It felt like September. It oh. felt like it should have been like week two of the NFL season. I, I for one, am just beyond excited. I watched some of the Green Bay uh, San Francisco game. Sure, last you night. did. You know why? Because Trey Lance dropping dimes. Jordan Love dropping dimes. I, my son and I watched that game. At one point, Scott Hansen went from that game to another game, and my son sat up on the couch and said, is this red zone for preseason? <laughs> Dad, check the red zone channel. That's the guy that does red zone. No, they're doing pop-ins at other big games. But I, I watched uh, I watched Jalen Hurts last night connect with Dallas Goddard. Yep, I watched uh, Zach Wilson blow out his ACL in a preseason game. I watched, Shy, I watched it all, and then today – it felt like football getting out of the house, and I a thought came at my head on August thirteenth. It's never come to my head like this this early. I was I'm I might be moved for a pumpkin beer today. It felt like pumpkin what? beer weather on August thirteenth. You want to know? What else? You want to know what else? There's yeah. eight football games on today, Mutt. <laughs> eight of them. So I there's mean, eight games on today. Yeah, there's uh one two games at one, a game at four, a game at seven, seven thirty, eight, nine, and ten. Are these on the NFL Network for me? Uh, yes. So it oh. looks like at least yep. one, two, three, four, five of them are on the NFL Network at least. All right. We have that. We have the golf. We have Saratoga. Honey, I'll be on the couch. <laughs> well, I guess I can go watch. I can watch outside on my phone and pretend I'm outside. So we're obviously in a good mood this morning. Uh, I want to thank Alex Verdugo for putting me in a good mood. He had a double last night and a single. Three extra bases easily cleared. The total of one and a half that DraftKings posted. That was an easy prop winner last night at Fenway. And a big win for the Red Sox against the Yankees, Chris Shaw. Massive win for the Red Sox. I might even be consider betting on the Red Sox today. Uh, and, and, I mean, Tommy Pham came up big. Didn't quite hit the uh, over one and a half total bases for me. But he won them a game last night. So, I mean, I knew he'd have an impact one way or another. Sure did. And he had a great line after the game. We don't get paid for overtime. That's why we like to win quickly. Amen. Amen, Tommy Pham. 
All right, as you mentioned tonight, it is uh, Cutter Crawford and Frankie Montas. Your pitching matchup, we have a Red Sox line. They're getting a run and a half at home, minus 130. Yankees laying the run and a half, plus 110. Over-under is nine. No uh, significant action either way. Red Sox are a plus 125. Money line favorite, Shime. I have a prop bet for tonight that I want to put the people on. So what are you thinking? I'll let you go first, Red Sox and Yankees in Prime time tonight there at Fenway Park. So, Mutt, I, I don't know if you know this, but uh, Frankie Montes has not been good in his last four starts. He has gone three innings, five innings, three innings, one inning in his last four starts. Yikes. Uh, and so my bet is going to be against Frankie Montes. It's not necessarily for the Red Sox, but I, I just don't think Montes is going to come out and pitch well. He, he got absolutely shelled in his first uh, appearance uh, with the Yankees. So I'm going to go under 15 and a half outs recorded. That's at even money, too. Uh, which is one of the reasons I like it so much. So he goes if he only goes five innings, we cash, and that's as far as he's gone uh, in his last four games. So I like the uh, under of Frankie Montes outs recorded tonight. Um, looking here for a second, I want to pull this up. I had the wrong line. I was all excited about a line that's gone. Uh, I want to pull the numbers first. So Frankie Montas, a right-hander. Rafael Devers, Chris Chimer, left-hander, of course. Yes. Uh, he is five for eight lifetime with two doubles oh. against Frankie Montas. I so, think I know where this is going. Pretty significant. Uh, you can get even money today uh, if you'd like to bet over one and a half total bases on Rafael Devers at plus 100. Feels like a very fun bet to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, could be profitable. And, 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 and if you think Rafael Devers is going to have a day hitting, if you think, uh, I think Rafael Devers gets a couple hits today, owns Frankie Montas there at Fenway Park, he's looking good. You can get over one and a half hits at two to one. So I'm just saying, if you're feeling good about Rafael Devers like I am, you get one and a half bases at even money. You get one and a half hits at two to one. And I feel like it's a, a big night for Rafael Devers tonight at Fenway Park. I love that. The guy he smoked. I, I, I might, might dabble in that over one and a half hits for Devers tonight. Uh, we've already been to the great state of New Hampshire this morning, Shime. We have a bunch of uh, golf action for day three. The sure only is. the only Thursday, well, uh, well Willie, Willie Z is alive and well. Will Zalatoris, young William. <laughs> young William <laughs> yes. goes seven under yesterday. Yes, sir. After struggling on the front nine, got locked into the back nine. He is squarely back in it. Uh, so we got that alive. And then today, uh, my boy Cam Young, who I love rooting for, needed a birdie on 18 yesterday to make the cut. Hit the 12-foot birdie putt. Ice water in his veins. He might be going to live. I'm not sure, but he. I got him at 3-1 to one to finish top 20. So if he goes 4-500 this weekend, uh, we'll get 3-1 to one on Cam Young. So we place that today. Uh, any other golf betting before I have one sports radio football question for you? Uh, yeah, I kind of doubled down a little bit on Sihith Tagala. I, I, have I top, kind of doubled down a bit. <laughs> I, I have a top. I have a top ten bet on him at uh, just shy Ooh. of two and a half to one. He's right there. Um, yep. So he is. He is squarely in the mix. Uh, I also have a uh, top ten bet on Colin Morikawa. Oh, um, my guy's in the game, guy. so of course we're gonna guy. dabble a little money on him. Outside of that, I haven't put any new bets in from. Uh, uh, for the weekend, so I may may go up to New Hampshire actually at some point today and, and take a look. And see it is how funny how goes. you you get your favorites in golf, like oh, guys yeah. you're just confident betting on, guys you want to root for. Yep, uh, it's different than teams. I don't know what, but uh, it's different than teams. And yeah, I, and we're I alive with Willie Z. I'm alive with Sahith, and now I got a little money on Colin Morikawa. So I'm I'm happy. I'm gonna have some fun this weekend. One sports radio question for you. Um, what did what did you, we we talked we joked about it yesterday. Um, what did you think of Belichick's post game with those guys after the game Thursday night? It's just Belichick kind of being a douche, to be honest. Um, like I, 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 Andy Hart kind of looked at me sideways when I said this on the air, but I was thinking about driving home. Like 
obviously Bill Belichick is professional, but but I thought his his commentary to those guys was like the way he's responding. I thought was unprofessional. Like yeah, at one you, point, don't worry like, about it. And great, great, I, yeah, that like, was I, why do that's you need the clarity? one time. Yeah, like uh, he, he and and it's a Phil Perry, right? It was it was yeah. a very fair and even keel question from Phil Perry. It was not. Um, argumentative. It wasn't like an attacking question by any means. He just asked a question, and, and it's Phil Perry. It's a guy that's been around. It's not some, you know, national media jabroni who's yeah. asking the question. And Bill comes at him with like, "Great, like, uh, why do you need clarity? Like, what? What are we doing? What is it? What is going on? Is it's week one of the preseason? All Belichick has to say is, "Yeah, we'll figure it out. We're going through the process." Or yeah, or yeah, we'll have a guy come the regular season. And all that kind of goes away. Do they ask again maybe who it's going to be? Of course and they do. Goes, yeah, but they're doing their job. And then yes. he goes back to, yeah, we're going through that process. Like, that's all it needs. It would, everything would have blown over if he answered it like that. That's it. That's all he needed to do. And instead, he was he was aggressive. Yeah. He was, it was well, unprofessional. Yeah, like, very. That's, I'm, I'm glad, because I was like, the way Andy looked at me was like, well, and maybe he's just beaten down to it. Like, maybe he's been in those rooms so many times that, like it just doesn't affect him anymore. But think about that. Bill always like does this line. Was like, "Well, we know you guys have a job to do." Well, if you do, you're sarcastically saying back to Phil Perry, "Great, great." In the middle of his answer, right? This wasn't on right there. Like in the middle of his answer, basically talked over and said, "Great." Like you would like say to like. Like somebody you're annoyed with, like in a in a bar altercation. Yeah, like and someone's like, Bill, like spills it, a beer on you, and you're like, oh, sorry, 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 I'll buy another drink. And like, oh, great. Like that's that was Belichick, and Phil was only trying to explain like why they were asking the questions, right? Because like it was, I, I think Phil kind of repeated a question that Andrew Callahan and somebody else before him had had. Yeah, and so Phil was like, to be honest with you, it's just because it's unconventional for us. It's something that we haven't really seen, and Belichick interrupts him with great. And it feels like, well, we're just looking for clarity. He's like, don't worry about it. Like, what are we – like, what? Like, what, what – It was Of course weird. we're going to so, worry about it. It's literally the, the reporter's job to worry about it. And these guys, to their credit, who are generally very um, positive about the team over the last 22 years, like, that guys have been covering this team. Guys like Mike Reese and Tom Curran and Phil Perry, guys who are relatively positive about the Patriots, are no longer positive about the Patriots. And Belichick's not helping that. Yeah, I just I want to get your thoughts on it because I maybe Andy was like, "Oh, it's Belichick being Belichick." And I thought this one was different, so I'll, I'll be curious to I bring this up because I wanted your opinion on it. Um, Can I be also, completely honest? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my patience with Bill Belichick is running very thin. Uh, re- I'm, really, I'm really, I am nearly done with Bill Belichick. I especially if this season, if if the Patriots suck, if they are garbage if their offense especially in the first couple weeks doesn't even look competent or competitive i, I what are we doing like, that's that's the point i will be at because this is this is all like and, and if it works out and then you know what he's the genius and i'm i'm the buffoon i am the jester in the court and i understand but from an outsider's perspective someone who loves the game of football who tries to study it as best he can and for for not having played it like Wigger Fourier and not having coached at the highest level like just just a just a guy who loves the sport, all of these moves that he has made this off season look like I would be making them in Madden, or like some seven year olds would be making them in Madden. And so I, I think the seven year old would spend way over the cap and get good players. Oh, you're right, and you know what? You're probably right. And he <laughs> probably would have gotten some off. good play. He probably would have traded for AJ Brown on draft day. And, and so I um. 
So for me, like it's it, it's a culmination, I think, of the last three years. We talked about it on the preview show this morning, like. 2019, the ending to that season stunk. Then all of a sudden, Brady's out the door. You have no backup plan. Cam Newton walks in here. He stinks. The team isn't very good anymore. All of a sudden, you have a losing record for the first time in forever. And then, and then, and then, people are all excited about Mac Jones. But you had a good first half of the season, and after that win streak, you fell flat on your face. You got absolutely pumped by Jonathan Taylor and the Colts, and then you got pumped not once but twice by your division opponents, the Buffalo Bills, to the point where they didn't have to punt in the span of two games. And that's a, that's a team that has always been like the little brother to you guys. And all of a sudden now they are embarrassing you on a football field. And, and so I'm getting to the point where it's like, what are we even doing? Like maybe this was just all Tom Brady, and, and, and it was, and I am, I am like right on the edge of being like Bill Belichick is an average coach, and Tom Brady was the entire reason for this dynasty. Yeah, he's got a couple of years to prove that's not the case, and I think the the reason why that commentary was so interesting is because I, I want to know if it's the beginning of this how he's going to be all year, Sean. Like it, it, I, if the I'm, team is struggling, hundred percent of this, and they got the court, they they could barely forget calling plays for Patricia. They were having trouble getting the plays in with Patricia, which is, you know, thinking and back on now, he should have back and forth. He, well, he should have coordinated the, guys, the whole, he like, should have called every play of every game to get himself ready to do it. Cause yep. it's, I, I guarantee beginning of the season, he's going to be less prepared than he could have been. If they just said, Hey Matt, you're calling the plays in the regular season. We need you to call every play right now. Forget Billy Yates in the offensive line. Just focus on that because that's an important part of what we're going to do. Uh, so it's a whole nother sub uh, subplot to this. And, yeah, my my annoyance is going to be at this if this offense takes some major step backwards and it's like some you know again I think Bill thinks he can run to like a nineteen ninety four Cleveland Browns offense at Leroy Horde and 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 then still win. So if we get that sort of huge step backwards offensively where they're not like a not uh, forward thinking offensive team. That's but more more than the commentary to the media. Him taking this offense backwards and potentially sort of handcuffing you know what Mac Jones can do and dumbing it down for other guys and coaches who can't coach it up at a Ph.D. level like Josh could, that'll be my annoyance. But I can tell this is going to be a topic for us all year because Shine went an all-time rant on a Saturday morning at like 12, uh, 926. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I am just all over the place at this because it's just – I'm losing my mind. Like, I like it. No, like you're the, passionate people, about it. People were making all these excuses for why the offense is struggling in training camp. Like, oh, they're, they're innovating. They're using McVay-style runs. They're using the Shanahan-style offensive pieces. They did none of that in preseason week one, by the way. Uh, and another thing, too, those zone runs that everybody thinks that are Shanahan and McVeigh specific, uh, Dante Skardecchia outright said to us, well, they've been doing that for the, on the New England Patriots for 20 years. Like, it's, it's always been in the playbook to, to do an outside zone run. And as Wiggy explained on the air, all it is is that whoever's double teaming, you, you find out, you know where the double team is on the offensive line, and the goal is get through the double team, get to the second level to open up space to get to the linebacker. That's all it is, and, and it's not that hard. Um, so I, it's just it's an evaluation of talent thing. It's a, it's a process thing. Like he says, he says we're going through a process. Yeah, well, Bill, right now your process looks like it sucks, so figure it out. Wow. Uh, you turned this on to get betting advice, folks. You got an absolute all-time Saturday morning ramp. Sorry, Bullshit. I had to do it. I mean, this is this is pent up here. I'm glad. I feel like we had a little lay down on the couch, a little session with the uh, the doctor here today, Chris. Thank you, Mutt. I appreciate your time. Uh, I know you'll be sending me the bill later. Uh, <laughs> no bill, no bill. It's oh, all thank it's, God. it's all free between friends. What's the? Uh, <laughs> oh, so we you're you're golfing too early tomorrow for us to do a podcast. Yes. So letting, letting people know now that will not be a Sunday podcast. 
that will not be a thing uh, during the football season, but until we get football on Sundays, there's no real need to uh, force it because you're going to be teeing it high, letting it fly. Super I do want to mention a uh, uh, a bet for tomorrow, though. If if you are inclined on betting the NFL preseason, the Las Vegas Raiders are playing tomorrow against the Minnesota Vikings, as Mutt and I discussed. Josh McDaniels is what eight and zero in uh, preseason games, something like that. Pretty good. Yep. Yeah. So uh, I would. Uh, take a look at maybe betting the Raiders uh, if you can find the right angle there because uh, they tend to win just about every preseason game, like the Ravens apparently as well. Now won 21 in a row or something That's like that. That's kind of silly. Uh, meanwhile, we have a podcast here. You're listening to it. You can subscribe to us and help us out. That means you get the podcast directly when pods uh, when it's uploaded by our buddy Chris Scheim. iTunes, Spotify, and the Odyssey app. BetQL Boston on Twitter, and Shime's going to have a great, great weekend of golf. I can feel it. You're going to feel. You're going to come in Monday refreshed, ready oh, to go for I, a big Monday. I am going to be just. I speaking of jolly Monday, I am going to be a jolly little elf. Let me tell you. We'll talk to you then, buddy. Thank you. Can't wait, Mud. I'll see you then.